We in the villa where it's realer. Got the trees in the trees. Climb up and get cool. Tree Villa motherfucking records. Mm-hmm. Back, back up in, in here. Back in live in effect. Bitch ass. With name. these fly ass fucking shirts too. Oh. Yeah. I know y'all can't see this shit. I'm but jealous. I'm Marty. Up. Marty the mogul. Just gotta start calling him a mogul. He he had yeah. mogul plans. He's a respect my nigga when y'all see him. Man, a lot of respect. Bow down when he come to your town. But bow down. <laughs> Nah, I but, was shocked. I was like, God damn, this so, nigga is the MVP. Yes. <laughs> I have chicken tacos waiting on me at home. Oh, let's clap it up for that. Yes. Bars. It's not even a Tuesday. Bars. It's not even a Tuesday. Shout out to Louisville, Lemonade, wherever you are in this world. Louisburg. Louisburg? Louisburg. We appreciate you. Hey, I like to let y'all know I'm taking that when I it's leave. Like Kansas. My bad. That shit is going home with I. Okay. <laughs> with I. <laughs> let me post some more down. <laughs> hey, look. Well, my second cup. Let me get this in here. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. All right, man. It's Benny Greenheart talking to you right now. We got Motastic in the mix as usual. Mm-hmm. Marty the Mogul. Marty <laughs> We got the man. <laughs> We got the mad scientist on the boards, Q Cole Blooded. Always. Blooded. And of course, we have the He's man the that. Uh... <laughs> that incriminated? My bad. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, y'all, I ain't done yet. We're going to wait for the final product. And then we have a man that uh, I didn't even know existed. He's... I didn't know if he was real. He's the MF Doom. I, I just, I just, he's MF, he's MF, MF Doom. Doom. <laughs> Producers? Yeah. I just never seen him. I was just like, yo. St. Louis MF Doom. <laughs> I, I've, 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 I've heard the name. I've heard the, the songs. Like, damn. Where is this guy? <laughs> I don't know where he is. We know where he at now. Oh, yeah. In the villa. Yep. In the villa. Yeah. In the villa. In the villa. We have the one and only trifecta. What's happening? In the villa. What's happening? How you feeling, man? I'm chilling. Uh, feeling good. Thanks to you guys. Uh, <laughs> Thanks to Lewisburg. That's what we do. Man, they had, they came in from out of nowhere and held it down right there. <laughs> Lewisburg, Kansas. <laughs> I hope it's not racist there. <laughs> <laughs> we got the uh, Google Maps. Because your lemonade Earth. is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> this is right outside of Lemon Patch, and then there's a Confederate flag just right in front of it. It's some shit like, oh. Damn it. Then so they got like another sugar. flag that's got just lemons. Yeah. <laughs> like, you got to choose. lemons matter. You got to choose up. Yeah. Oh, man, uh, Meg Thee Stallion, get better. Um, Get well soon. Yeah. God damn it. Mm. Uh, she we took, should not be saying that. At all. I like, what if, the fuck? Hey, man, mm. if, niggas, if niggas not bleeding after that, niggas is hoes. So look, so at first niggas. somebody said she stepped on some glass, and then it, then it was like, nah, she got shot. It's like, What? <laughs> And walked. And walked. The police made her walk. She getting some Paul Bunyan stories added to her. Like, she took them shits like Scooby Snacks. Damn, she a legend now. Somebody, we gotta, somebody gotta play the Get Him Daddy remix. The Cameron, <laughs> after Cameron got shot at Howard. She a double Get legend. Girl. <laughs> I'm, I'm Hulk Hogan, Bob Backlit, <laughs> Randy Savage. I hope she got Twerkman's comp. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah. She's got to. Oh shit! She took two in the foot and just said, "Oh damn it!" So if if niggas ain't no, so so who did it though? They said Tory did it. So Tory did it. I don't believe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe an accident, maybe. And I was just like, okay, 
Still got to beat his That's ass. That's crazy, Tori. I feel sad for Tori. You just got to. You That's got not to. an accident you want to have. You got to whoop him, bro. Like, you got to. <laughs> you Mate, got to, dog. Even more lame in my book now, so. <laughs> Thank you. Nah, he really, I got a straight I just like, I, you know what? I never got hip to Tory Lanez. Everybody like, oh, he's great. I'm he just like, that. he just, he never did it for me. He's just like, oh, he can rap. He can sing. I'm just like, he just remixing shit. Like, it just... And it's not there. It's, it's not there for me. Like, the samples don't even be slapping like that. No, bro. no. Like, they really don't. Like, we're going to keep it above. They be aight. Yeah, like. Yeah. He just got hands like a snake, I guess. I don't know. He <laughs> that gun and I mean, I went, to the free, I went to the free concert they had at the pageant when he came here. It was him and BJ, the Chicago kid. I just mm. wanted to see BJ, the Chicago kid. So I'm like, yo, it's free. I'm pulling up. Mm. And, of course, BJ was better. Yeah. You know? I knew I knew all of BJ songs and shit, and that nigga Tori was trying to sing and shit. Like, bro, you can't you sing. Can sing try. Dog. <laughs> dog, he was tr- this nigga tried to sing Poison, dog. Like, mm. it it was the saddest sight I saw. Then of course the short ass nigga crowd surfing and shit. And I like, <laughs> well, I mean, he got to use what he you know he got to use his advantages. Like, if you see somebody coming at you and you in the crowd, they trying to crowd surf. It's like, ah, well, that's a little dude. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Man, that nigga up like a pizza box. <laughs> Here you go. You just got to watch his feet. You got to watch his heels. That's about yeah. it. Huh? Oh, this is manageable. Yeah. This, this ain't no, like, oh, linebacker fair. or nothing. That's right. Crazy. Ah. Nigga, hold that nigga like a pizza box. Nigga, a box of emos, though. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He is not worthy. At all, yeah, of being a, 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 a box of... Uh... Little Caesars. Little Caesars. <laughs> 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 nigga was high and ready. <laughs> 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 that nigga up like a hot and ready. I'm sure he's a great guy. He just fell on some hard times. I, I don't know. Even... He's 5'3". How great could he be? I can't even... Uh, nigga, you short 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 yeah. What do you, you do in a car with Meg with a gun on your lap? Like, all I think about is cheeks... Yeah. Why do I need? Like, was he Why driving? do I need the hammer? Like, what are you doing? Was he driving? I don't if you know. Feel like you I'm not letting no nigga that's five three drive. If you feel like you're in a situation where you need to protect her, you in a you're in a vehicle. You pull the fuck off. Right. Like I don't I don't know his business. I don't know his situation. But you in a car with Meg and and you got a gun that's readily available on your I, I'm assuming on your lap because I would have felt safe too. I'm not gonna lie. With the gun on your lap. If I if I was Meg and I got in the car, I'm like, well, all right, okay, you know, okay, people okay. at your neck. Okay. All right, homie got homie got the strap. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. Last thing I'm gonna think is like he gonna but shoot. But has me. she ever seen him handle it before? I, that's that's the thing. I don't like, know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I would assume that. If you got it on your lap, you comfortable. They went with that to the bitch. range last weekend, so she yeah. feel like it's good. Right. He, he took a couple pictures with it for the ground. No, because it's shit. niggas like that everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere they're like, I got you know, I got the burn on me, but they don't know how to Dude. shoot. Take pictures to look cute with it. Like Niggas shooting, shooting from their middle, like <laughs> the, they ain't shooting the the top, uh, the tip of the finger. They shooting from the they middle. They gripping that motherfucker. They gripping, nah, nah. You got to know how to shoot. Uh, they be like them, them racist ass white people uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. with the gun out. Uh, it's about the Nick Cannon us. That's why I be chilling there. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> They should have stayed their ass in the mansion where they was at. What the, the Kylie and shit? Right. Where, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. you with oh, me? Where, where, yeah. where are you? Where are you no, going? I, I never understood. Yeah. LA hot. That, like I never like. It's a pandemic. LA is fucking <laughs> evil off top. Right. So like For I'm real. not. Every time I go to LA, I have a specific way I move. 
Like, yo, I'm, I know where to go. I know what cuts to hit, all that shit. Like, I'm not fucking around. The valley. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm far away from this bitch. <laughs> like, that motherfucking evil, bro. Like, I remember, God bless the dead, Mac Miller, he had this, uh, he had this, uh, documentary on Fader. And it was documenting him moving back to the East Coast. And he was moving to New York. And the reason why he moved, he was like, man, like, I'm an addict. Like, mm. I need to move away from L.A., dog. Like, it's just everywhere, just drugs. I can't I can't do this shit. Chance the Rapper was the same way. He got addicted to drugs. That nigga moved back to Chicago. Yep. You know, um, be around what's going to keep you safe. Vic Mensa said the same shit. Like, where it's like, I got, went out there, I got addicted to drugs. Like, so, and of course, of course niggas be getting killed and shit like that out there. Yeah, because it ain't really, like, if you famous, you have to check in. Yeah. Like, there's no other way around it. If you want to live out there doing any type of business, you have to check in or, like, that's the shit happened to Chris Brown and uh, Soulja Boy. Because mm-hmm. they like, the gang's in there, they'll check them. Like, oh, you know, it's just, they get distorted. And they're like, oh, you got to pay a fee. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to pay like 10 racks a month or better or something like that. And like, a lot of times they have to, you have to roll with them. And if, a lot of times, like, Soulja Boy thought he was part of the fruit or whatnot, or the part of the gang. Not to disrespect mm-hmm. any gangs out there. Please don't come look for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um,. It's just like they get caught up and it's just what happened like Pop Smoke like putting his address online just like oh, yep. Cash is like oh well easy come up. Right, it's a lick. And man. it's just like it's it's a lot of stuff that happened. A lot of stars don't even talk about that. I think even 2 Chainz got like Rob out there like a some years back. Just like you have to check in. You have to know what's up. Yeah. You will we, we've seen up. a bunch of different examples of that. Right. So like if I'm that famous there's no way we need to be driving to any kickback. I am the kickback, nigga. So yeah. figure it out. That's what I was saying. Like, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so figure it out. Doing? Like, yo, I'm only inviting people that I already met, know, trusted. Like, and we gonna kick it. Like, fuck all the dumb shit. You having this nigga drive you to some other kickback in Hollywood? Nah, nah, nigga. I don't know who on that crib. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Bring your asses here where I can control the controllables, nigga. Like, yeah, and they're talking about the, the hills where they is at. It's hard because it's one way out, one way in. Mm-hmm. And it's hard, it's hard yeah. for the police to get up there faster. And it's hardly no cell phone service. So a lot See, of people play think, them games. oh, this is a nice house, but no, you. There's some niggas yeah. that's rolling up. Right. And my <laughs> thing, I've, never, I've never known Meg, the, like maybe I just don't know, but I've never known Meg the Stallion to be associated with that group of people. Right. I, like, what like the it, fuck was it, that? It happens, it happens. Like, yo, like they get, they get, they get that name, they get some money. I guess I got to start hanging with these motherfuckers. Like, no, nah, bro, bro. I'm good. Can't do that. Like, nah, we're going to keep good. it the same. I remember when, like, uh, what was the dude's name? Uh, Gilly the Kid. I guess he was talking, like, after, like, Pop Smoke got killed. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, y'all be going out of L.A. Like, oh, man, a great weed. Palm trees. Shit and that. Niggas, Women weed and weather. Niggas fall off. Start getting sloppy. Like, nah, they man. forget you, what life they you, come from. You out there for business. You need to be handling business. Like, that's it. That's why I be wary when any of my friends move out there. Or artists I like move out there. I'm like, oh, shit. It begins. <laughs> so, I don't know if the downfall is going to happen. Or if it's gonna come next, I think in the recent years it have it got it got worse. 
So I can use a good only good example I can think of was Common and Dilla. They went, they moved to LA together, mm-hmm. and they made like Water for Chocolate. Mm-hmm. And to me, like it's the top, the best Common album. That didn't be the top Common albums, but like they made like Water for Chocolate and majority in LA. So like if you that's like kind of your mind, right? But like in this today age, you know, definitely the last ten years in the last decade, cats are just like keeping up with drugs and stuff like that. It's just like, but also it's a gift and a curse because when Chance was on drugs, made some of his best shit. That's like right. any, mm-hmm. that's what any artist like when they was like high, they fucking mind. They was on a good high. <coughs> Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> Any of was on a good high, like made incredible work. When they sober up, man, look at Chance. Man, Damn, look at I love my wife. <laughs> Damn, I love my wife. Poor guy. <laughs> go, go back to the drugs, man. You'll be okay. You, you're in and be heartbroken. Because uh, I heard he was heartbroken and high as fuck. He's making acid rap and all that shit. Hmm. Like, that was really over a girl. Like, I knew some people in Chicago that knew him. I was like, oh. That was about this girl he was fucking with. <laughs> Common and Dilla is, don't count, man. Yeah, Common was protected by Erica's coochie. Like he was okay. He was gonna be all right regardless, bro. Covered in the blood. <laughs> saved, uh, saved, uh, washed, and set apart. Okay. That was just our current events uh, segment of Tree Villa. <laughs> Meg is okay. Um, hopefully she gets over the trauma. Oh, Expected dang. to make a full recovery. Yes, had surgery, had the bullets removed. Damn. And it's great. So she'll be shaking ass in no time. I hope. <laughs> I pray. I prayed for this. I don't know. We got to think about this. The, you think the knees are affected? You think Megan's knees are affected by this? Her, uh, you know, the you know how to. So, so the leg and the back, the legs and the back, like you affect anything along that situation. Mm-hmm. Fucks up the situation. Damn. Yeah. Especially the bones in your feet are Because you're going to walk different because your foot fucked up. Mm-hmm. That's going to kind of fuck with your leg, mm-hmm. and that's definitely going to fuck with your back. Mm-hmm. It's like when Derrick Rose came back from his first injury. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mentally, you're never the same. Yes. Oh, we hear. We he hear. can still yeah. average 17. <laughs> I was re- yeah. really looking at a highlight clip of him. Yeah. Oh, nine. I was ready. Mm-hmm. Like when Paul year. George broke his leg, we same. never got that same Paul George back. No. Like he's nice. But he's not he's not jumping like that no more. No. Blake Griffin? Look you can't him. you can't twerk I'm 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 assuming like <laughs> like with basketball, you can't like play as aggressive. We seen with like Rose, you can't he can't just be reckless out there. Right. Like that'll be a good game for him that night with the with the Pistons, but then you won't see him for like the next week. <clears throat> yeah. Right. So <laughs> so I don't know if it's the same thing. I, I when I see people twerk, it looks athletic. To a certain degree, I think it Are is. Are you saying twerking is the new basketball? No, no. <laughs> I'm saying that that just like any other sport, I'm a I'm a call it's it a, a sport. Yeah, and it's a skill set within it, and you know, physicality, sports, yeah. well, living life. No, and shit. no, you got you very valid. And she be aggressively valid. throwing that motherfucker. She yeah. might not be able to just. Yeah. Qu- she might not be able to throw it in a hundred. She yeah. may mm-hmm. only do one like eighty five. Yeah, yeah, but her eighty five. Oh yeah, destroying a lot of shit. Yeah, destroying okay. a lot of hundreds. Okay, we here. <laughs> I see you. I see you. It's like LeBron playing basketball. His age, like yeah, he's still old, but guess what? He's still playing better. Walking any YMCA and wash motherfuckers like ten mm-hmm. oh quick. Dog. 
Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Meg gonna be all right. Oh, man, I niggas get shot every day, bitch. <laughs> you tough, right? You tough. You twerk, right? You twerk. <laughs> oh, shit. Yo. Uh. Dog. She got to come back and freestyle to many men, dog. Yeah. yeah I've seen that shit. Somebody she got to do it. Like yeah. She got to do it. She got to oh, do this shit, dog. If she do that bro, shit. Gonna, I don't want her fucking Tory Lanez this. <laughs> no. She just talking about just being shot and she's back. It's just his little ass. That, yeah, that makes it worse, dog. Like, yo. But, like, this is, it's like, it's kind of, it's like, it's folklore now. So now it's like, how gassed is this story really? Like, did she really get shot at? Yeah. She probably didn't get shot at. So she got shot, though, still. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. She got shot in the foot. Okay, cool. She got shot in the foot. That's some fucked up shit to get shot anywhere. Um, I think she's still going to be good, guys. I think she's going to be all right. Because yeah, the first time I'm like, yo, who shot her? Like, and why niggas let the toolie off? Like, what's going on here? Like, y'all just let this happen? I'm and- not getting involved with any news article in 2020. I think All of this yeah. shit is fake. Yeah. I think it's just going to be a revolving conversation. You- yeah. We'll see what comes out. Oh, well. That's one thing about nowadays. It's like shit. Um, shit come out. Yeah. Quick. Shit does yeah. come out. Yeah. Especially not everybody bored. Yeah. Shit. Oh, yeah. Finna figure that shit out. Before, we knew Meg got before shot lunch. before she did. <laughs> <laughs> shit. It's like, hey, you hit. I am. You bleeding. <laughs> what? Like, God damn it. Like, damn. Oh, well. Trending Prayers to Meg. Trend. Yeah, prayers to Meg, man. You gonna be all right, man. Like, you gonna be cool. I had this much suspense since who shot Mr. Burns, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> we, we waited two Sundays for that shit, man. Oh shit! I was like, yo, who shot Meg, man? Who did it? It was it was the Bloods, B. What? Oh, like, man. who did it? Oh, man. Hey, I can't wait to wear this T-shirt. Yeah, Marty, you're insane. Yeah, you really outdid yourself. <laughs> you, you really outdid yeah. yourself. I feel like I'm an exclusive member of something great, which is yeah. the truth. We are, man. That's that's what's important. So that's what I had to. So people don't know, um, we got some merch on the way. Not just yet. It's not on the streets. I did a test run for the homies, and he passed with flying fucking colors. <laughs> there you go. So you know, extra credit ass nigga. Right, I got a gig. So just. You know, it's something I really believe in. It's Tree Villa. I don't know how many episodes we on, but we on a bunch of great episodes. With a lot of we don't keep count. We just make classic. We just make classic great episodes. A lot I of St. Louis history. A lot of St. Louis history. A lot of St. Louis music. And we only get better. So we might as well pump some shirts out. I wonder if people think we're force biased. I'm part of force. So, it's so that, okay, that counts. Okay, cool. And then... Because uh, the trifecta... You probably might be the fifth or sixth. I don't know, because I don't give a fuck what people think. True. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm wondering if how many we did have, like, of course. So we had them all, fuck it. Rome, we had Rocky, Trifecta, Spade. Van. Van. I think the thing is, like, we all <laughs> fuck with Marty Heavy. So yeah, that's what I was like, Marty. We fuck with the... y'all, but we fuck with Marty Heavy. <laughs> That's Marty, <laughs> Marty been in the trenches with his shit. Marty got stories for every motherfucking one of us, like multiple to shallow shit to like deep shit. Yeah, like man. so, it's like when Marty be like, "Hey, I'm doing something. Hey, come, yeah, yeah. say less, yeah. yeah." 
Hey, Marty does. He he puts it together really quick. Mm-hmm. As you can see with his future merch that's coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He does that not miss. Clean. So definitely, <laughs> when it hits, yo, cop, please cop. If you got a gold chain with that bitch, what's mm. going down? That's hard right there. <laughs> I already got a fit. Did you see them on them new uh them green Air Max ninety uh Air Max the Air Max ones uh, coming out? Ships, yeah. I need them. <laughs> I need them. I will have them. Yeah, boy. Now let's get to the man, yeah, the so. myth, the legend mm-hmm. of the hour. Here we go. Trifactor. Yes. Again, so I want to give a background or no background in my case. Um, I just heard Trifactor's name. Around and I, like I said, I never seen the guy, <laughs> so I was like, well, He's a damn good producer, I just don't know what he looked like, you know what I'm saying? That's fine, you know. I didn't know what Mad Lib looked like for years, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> for years, I didn't know what this nigga yeah, looked it was like. It's like Tiny Dash when I seen that nigga, <laughs> <laughs> and I remember I found out that you produced uh, I Shall Devour by Rocky. And I was just like, holy shit, that's who produced that shit? Cool. I wonder if I can get beats from this guy. It's <laughs> like, it's like, that sound like that. And I think it was me and Bodine talking about that shit. Like, we was um we we had seen Rocky perform, and that was my first time seeing him perform live. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I uh I heard I heard his songs like circulating around. Mainly like government name and all that shit. I heard that Where shit. Where did you see him perform that? Live on the levee. Gramophone? So he... Okay. So wait, wait, wait. Which one? The song? The, I the saw the vowel. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So he uh, he was performing all the shit off that album for the first time. No, 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 no. That was the first song he previewed. Okay. Off Before the project dropped. Yeah, he wasn't trying and to He was like, yo, that. I got some new shit I want to do tonight. And... They started, he got into that shit. It was just like, like my soul left my body, dog. Like, exactly. Watching that shit. Exactly. When I heard the drums, the sample, I was like, me and Bo looking at each other like, what the fuck is going on right now, dog? Like, we can't do that. Like, 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 we, we young, like, we young at this time and like, you know, just start, not starting out rapping, but kind of getting known a little bit around on the scene. And it was just like, it's not a competition, but it is, in a way. Most definitely. It's kind of like, all right, we want to keep up with the Rockies and Tefs. Nah, and, it's you know. that energy, like, that. that's that's what makes it or breaks it for some people. Just to, like, have that energy behind you. Like, yeah. And and to say how how, how you set it up, where it's like, you know, you kind of looking up. Yeah, I was like, what the But, f- nah, you keep shooting that motherfucker. I was like, yo, this is the greatest shit ever. Like, his performance is already great up until that point. And then he dropped that shit. I was just like, damn, we got work to do. Like, we, like, we, we got, I, I, I threw away a whole rhyme book, dude. Like, yo, it's out of here. Like, I got to write new shit. I got to come with a different, like, mindset. Like, I got to get, I got to become that killer. Like, you know what I'm saying? I got to like on some Kobe shit. Damn, I just lost a championship. I'm back in the gym the next, next day. day. No the next day. No next fucking day. Like, I'm shooting 2,000 shots. I'm working on everything. <laughs> and when I saw him perform that shit, and we was asking around, like, yo, who produced this? Who did this? Everybody kept saying your name. Bo, Bo knew who he was. Yeah. I didn't at the time. Okay. So I was like, okay, mental note. Hold on to that. Of course, you try to do your Googles. 
try to search around. I'm like, damn, can't find this nigga. No. <laughs> like, yo. Like, so, like, he was, like, the real definition of in-house. Mm-hmm. Like, where the force had the gold. And it was just like, damn, I got to get to the gold somehow. But I, w- I wasn't known back then. You know what I'm saying? I didn't, I wasn't in circles. I wasn't, like, around and shit. So, I say that to say this. Like, I'm very thankful that you've done what you've done so far. I appreciate Because, like, a lot of people don't, like, you and, you and your work with Rocky is just, like, St. Louis history stamp. Ah shit! Because you because you did all of Choose Your Adventure, right? Or, Not all of it, but majority did, of it. He, I had shit. He give me the line, close to half, maybe less than half, but mm-hmm. the most on there probably than everybody else. Okay. Like we, when we sat down and we like basically. Uh, not to go all the way back to the origins, but basically... Rocky, oh, wait, wait, go back, because that's what we're here for. Oh, <laughs> that's what we're here Bring for, that, Villa. I bet. Fuck it. The beginning, beginning. Um, Lindenwood. Uh, went to Lindenwood. Had some roommates. One of them, uh, Stacy Clayton. Uh, singer, songwriter, played keys for his church and everything. He mm-hmm. had a role in XP80. And after I started playing with shit on that, it was a rap. Um, but like not immediately, because I'm at Lindenwood, I'm at college, I'm out here free and shit, so I'm doing some of everything, really. Mm-hmm. And then uh kind of fell back into it, um uh linking up with some of my cousins, um rapping. It was, it was a group called Louisville Sluggers out of U City. Um they were the first people. Aside from my other cousins, um, Tragedy and Cinch, that I produced for. Mm. Like, I made beats, and them motherfuckers used them. So, it was like, <laughs> I produced for them. Right. But I wasn't, like, producer, producer, like, building albums, sound design, none of that shit yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, just kind of, here go some beats. You're a beat maker. Yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah. Is, yeah. It's boom, 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 boom. So, we just kind of doing stuff, feeling good about ourselves, because we making stuff at least that we like. But, you know, you're still doing everyday life stuff. You kind of get away from it, get back to it, on and off. Um, eventually, um, I was at a place where I was kind of by myself with the music. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just making beats. So I can't make songs. Well, not that I can't make songs, but I wasn't really trying to write shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, as you can see, it's hard to see me. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, as far as hearing my voice on shit, like, yeah, that was even less likely. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really didn't feel like I had stories that you had to be a, a, at a speci- either a specific point in life or a specific type of person to want to tell everybody what you think, what you went through, what you feel. Because mm-hmm. everybody's not like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not like that. So I didn't even try to, like, front on that. And, like, be in the mix and be in the way of people mm. that's, like, really good at that or really pursuing that for real. So I just mm. kept making beats. That was what satisfied me the most. Eventually, it was like, well, shit. Uh, I guess it's time to see if people like these beats just by themselves and shit that's not related to me and that's not cool with me. Mm. So at that time, like, getting on the inter- internet and doing, like, what was it? Uh, Rock Wilder had some shit. You could battle online, create an account, throw your beats up there, put your beat up there, and then somebody else beat get put up there, and then y'all head to head, and then people voting on this shit, and it was like, okay, this is something different. Cool. I'm going to fuck with this for a while. 
So I did that on a few different sites. I started uh, winning more than I was losing uh, and then started winning some money. And then after people start seeing you some money, apparently I wasn't really thinking ahead, but like after people start seeing you win a lot, mm-hmm. then the tide kind of changes and they want to see somebody else win now. Mm-hmm. So like as soon as I started to catch the catch the feeling that that was happening, I jumped out and I was like, well, what else I'm going to do with these beats? And then eventually I started um, finding that I could go down to Blueberry Hill mm-hmm. Uh, and a couple of different other spots. Um, shit, I forgot what they was calling it. It's salt and smoke now, but it used to be a, a uh, Red Sea. Yeah, is, was it Red the, Red, sea? the Red Sea? Okay, that was in that area. <clears throat> okay, bet. So we was doing it there, uh, and a couple of different other places. Just, and I'm not good with with chronological order and time and shit. Mm-hmm. I smoke a lot, <laughs> so <laughs> so it's like maybe a five to ten year. <laughs> window where like I'm I'm going somewhere live and I'm battling or showcasing some shit mm-hmm. and um people just started fucking with it a little bit. And I that's, was like, okay, cool. That's that's when I met you. Um it was at Blueberry Hill, mm-hmm. uh I think it was the Elvis room. And um we was doing integrity back then. In the Elvis room or the duck room? I know we, we were doing it in the duck room pretty both. hard. And then we I think the I Elvis. did a few in the Elvis yeah. That's when yeah, that's when I first met you. Okay. And um I just ran up there and it's like one night Elvis Sice. room. You caught a good one in the Elvis room. Because it was you and... Architect uh, and Dro. Yeah, because you, uh, you won the week before. Yeah. And then it was you and Ben Bounce. Okay, yeah. And I was one of the judges. I didn't I okay, didn't even yeah. know I didn't even know you then. I just like Ben Bounce beat better because it was just like, I like the drums in it. He give you everything you're looking for. Right. And you you had like... And you everything just, you wasn't looking for. Is that no? But, you had, <laughs> but the thing was, he came in like cocky already. Like I won last week and it's like, you had like a kind of a champion's here sampling it. Okay. And it was just like, I was like, oh, it hits, but I'm like, I like these drums. I was like, I like the drum rolls in here. So it was just kind of like, it was a split vote. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying like that he had the attitude, the champions here, or he had the actual sample? It wasn't the champions here, but it was like kind of like the champions here, like the champions here. I can't quite put my finger Be- on. I forgot what sample it probably was, but it probably wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't a sample. Where was that at? Because I felt like I heard that. It wasn't like a sample, but he kind of did it just like, yo, I'm repping right now. Okay. Like I won last week. Okay. But like. I remember I was just like my brother's like what you my brother looking at me I was like what you doing this beat is better I'm just like <laughs> I like I like this one better like come on like and then Ben had all these people there so they cheered for him but like I looked you up on MySpace that's how long ago this was mm-hmm. oh and um I started looking at his beats I'm listening to his beats and he had this sample I still love to this day and I still kind of you wish release re release it <laughs> he had a uh, work to do by the Aussie brother he sampled mm-hmm. that and flipped that and I was like. Okay, all this shit sounds amazing. <laughs> like, why you didn't play this? Ain't <laughs> hey, no telling. Like, that was the thing, too, with, like, beat battling. Like, it was a whole different thing. Like, yeah, you... For somebody that doesn't do it, you make some beats. At some point in time, you bring them in, you press play, and then people hear the shit. Mm-hmm. But, like, for the person doing it, it's like you have emotional attachment to, like, every piece of that, of that wave file that's being played mm-hmm. and so it's a little bit different it's a little bit of a, a more like the stakes are a little bit higher even if like it ain't a, a lot of money involved or you know ain't a big prize involved because like you you're doing this in competition mm-hmm. like you competing so not only are you just showcasing it because you think it's cool but you think it's straight better than other motherfucking people shit so it's like it's a different vibe so you do kind of get you get some characters within that that's, that's kind of interesting kind of cool 
right, we so do the fresh produce um, every other Wednesday, Facebook Live. You can submit for free. Submit for free. Do it with us live. It's on Facebook Live. Mm-hmm. We in the Zoom chats. We, you know, we we pick who's gonna go. It's eight, you know, four to eight people, depending upon how many we get. Uh, we do interviews, shooting video and shit. Um, using that as content that you can also take with you mm-hmm. and use like away from the battle and shit. Um, you battle in front of a, a bunch of people online, like. So it's every other Wednesday now. With, it's every since other Wednesday. It's been online. Yeah, okay. it, um, it was <laughs> monthly live. Yeah. Um, then we got told that it was like a crazy ass like uh, sickness in the air and shit. So don't go outside <laughs> ever. <laughs> so we couldn't ever. do that live. Um, but we had a lot of really good guys behind the scenes that really made that they really make it the experience that it is because they weave it together and make it a show. Mm. Like we show up and we do our part. The hosts show up, they they host it, they keep it kind of live, they keep it light, it's a comfortable vibe. Um the producers show up, they play on their beats, you can see them in the screen and shit. You can interact with them in the chat on the scroll on the side. But like we have a team that's, uh, you know, we have audio visual. We have uh, some people that work in the tech universe, mm-hmm. um, working for tech companies, working for mm. Fox Sports. So that's and, why like, y'all have the best live feed. Best of- sound, yeah. best feed, pound for pound. And like they just really make that shit super dope. That's why I always try to talk them up because fuck yeah. what I be doing. I just be letting people know what's going on and I vote and shit. Mm-hmm. But they make that shit crispy. Swiss beats holler at us because right now I don't know what y'all doing. Um, <laughs> but this shit is nice. And then we don't ask nobody to pay for anything. Yeah, Y'all just show up and hang out with us, producers included. They ain't got to mm-hmm. pay to perform. And then if they win, they get, they get actual cash. Mm. Sandwiches and they get, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I mean, whatever. Because <laughs> you know, we have local sponsors. They're doing a little something. They 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 see what we're doing. They like it. They want to they want to kind of overlap and, and help each other out. So we pump their stuff and they pump our stuff. And then also too, like it's a it's it's homegrown. It's yep. St. Louis. So mm-hmm. in between rounds, we have um, different content submitted. You can submit it to me directly. Videos, like any products that you do, like, holler at me. Send it. I'll check it out. If it's on the level, I'll send it to our crew. They'll look it over and they'll, you know, see if it fits. Um, any companies that want to sponsor, holler at us. We, you, okay. You'll see on the post. We got the sponsors at the bottom. We'll, I'll plug you to the person you need to talk to about that. Everything's cool. Like, it's a good vibe. But yeah, beat battling is, it's interesting. And so it also helped foster that feeling of me never having to, like, really get out and, like, kind of be in everybody's face. Mm. Which is cool, because that's not really what I'm about anyway. Um, the networking aspect of it. Yeah, I, I feel like, for for me, like, even on a networking as like, from a networking angle, it's like, I, I, I would like to network different. And so it's kind of worked out for me that way. Because, I mean, what Fresh Produce is doing is that is the networking. Like, if I'm playing some some fly-ass shit, and it's just like, yo, what was this? It's a great platform. Even if you get on there and you lose in the first round, you will have played your beat mm-hmm. for a bunch of people, and you will have engaged in the chat, 
and you could drop your links to whatever you want. Yep. You could chop it up with them there. We can't go outside for real. Like, mm-hmm. fuck it. I remember I, I think I embarrassed myself for the fresh produce. I went on stage. I was pretty drunk. <laughs> <laughs> you remember the, you talking about the $5 uh, joint? Yeah, I didn't know how to play the game. It was terrible. <laughs> like, so I was like, we did us. Yeah, we were, we were, I was like, yo, I'm faded. I don't think we ever got and everybody in the crowd was like, Mo and Betty, Mo and Betty, go out there. That was there. the best part. Because it was like, the dudes was like, yo, we need like a group of like best friends. And everybody was like, yo, you guys go up there. And I was like, I don't know what yeah. the fucking rules are. We was are. definitely on stage before they got done explaining. Yeah, I was, was like, oh like, shit. I don't know what the fuck to do. But it was, just, a, it was a fun time. We try to keep it fun. Like It was a fun time. Always fun, yeah. It was some of the best times when we could go outside, like that one time in, in history where people go outside for real. <laughs> remember that, guys? I remember that. That shit was nuts. But like when you could do that and you could come to Fresh Produce, like when we was at the Monocle, it was cool. Like mm-hmm. you got Even if it was hot outside, you got a nice breeze coming through that motherfucker. Back dough, yep. It was kind of weirding us out because we packed that motherfucker. We weren't even expecting for it to be packed like that. It's like people kind of like, on a Wednesday. Yeah, people the, on top of people. Thing. On right, a Wednesday. The first time I went, Man, I was... Were, it was competitive space in there. Like, you had to get there early. Yeah. Like, people... You had to methodically move. Like, okay, yeah. okay, round finna be over. Okay, 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 boom. Be right here. you moving shit. Because mm-hmm. Mo was just like, yo, like, uh, you ever been to Fresh Produce yet? And I was like, nah, I never heard of it. <laughs> and he's like, man, you gotta go. It's packed. Packed. And it's just beats. Like, it's nothing else. It's... Every once in a while, you get like maybe a um, a performance in between or something. Yeah, the like, one I went to, there was a performance. Like one one person performed. I want to say it was Nick Men. Nick Men. I, I okay. think it was him. I think. It, I, yeah, it was him. That, that was my first time going. And it was like wall to wall pack, and I was just like, damn. And that's, that's how it was every time. Like, though uh, it's a producer platform. Like mm-hmm. everybody is welcome, but like when you really people like because before I even got into the building, Mo was just. Bigging up this producer, like you gotta see this nigga, <laughs> you gotta see this dude, and I was like, all right, bet. And he's like, it's a dude, flexworthy, gotta see him, <laughs> and I was like, and then flexworthy was there, mm-hmm. killed it. I'm just like, flexing, damn, like I was like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. dope. Like he eventually came to Tree Villa. <laughs> I was yep. like, yo, we gotta get this dude on here. But yeah, like it was everything, everything that Mo hyped it up to be, it was. Like mm-hmm. he wasn't lying to me. And I was like, damn, like, you right, bro. Like, you yeah. no cap. Like, it was <laughs> none. I was like, I had a good-ass time. Because uh, Keith Click Clack, he was, mm-hmm. I think he was a part of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was the Champions Battle. Yeah, he and lost the Flex Worthy, yeah, I think. Hey, you know what? I'd like to speak on that. Because the Champions Champion Battle, Flex Worthy was entered, but he wasn't a champion at the time. And he was like a special guest, and he won the whole thing. That's kind of fucked up. So, so, here, <laughs> no, so here's how here's how it happens sometimes. But like, low key, he should have won like two contests before that he was in. Okay. I agree with that part. Okay, so, I'm just upset that Click Clack didn't win. So we'll have like <laughs> we'll have, you know, we'll have our months where we definitely taking a champion, mm-hmm. and then like because it's somehow oh, how it works what? out, we have like yeah. we have like um like uh wild cards basically. Yeah, yeah. So okay. I, that possibly was what it was. Yeah. So they inserted him as a wild card. And that's the thing, too. I'm glad you bring that up. Because, like, somebody like him, you know he's good, right? Mm-hmm. But because of how night, how how some nights go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he didn't win. No, you, no, no, it's... it's because, it's, I, like, it might have been something people, he played. Mm-hmm. And somebody just... Somebody had more people there that night. 
Well, maybe exactly. that too. If the mm-hmm. if the judges are split, it goes to the crowd. Yeah. What I will say about the crowd is there's a lot of times where they are like super duper fair. Yeah, oh yeah. You can they definitely like swing the crowd. You'd be like, good. oh shit, okay, this respect. And then like you could tell when motherfuckers got like Yeah. They brought the mob. Like And yeah. and they but got the favorite. Yeah, but I've never seen somebody that was like just didn't didn't even have a chance of winning who had the more people there win. Like, all right, if that person won because of the crowd, it's because, like, they was they was competing with the other person. That's the thing. Like, that's what I do like about our crowd. Like, they get to see these guys. Like, we got a lot yeah. of people to come back because it's fun, but then also, too, competition-wise, some people are just wired like that. It's like, nah, I'm not going to stop until I win. Mm-hmm. So mm. they just keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. So there are some of those nights that led up to that where it's like he didn't win because somebody brought their crowd or whatever. Yeah. But then like on nights like that where he comes or or somebody like him comes and like every round they just like destroy. Yeah. Um, it's like it's like it's it's the crowd's pleasure yeah. to, to ride with him. <laughs> yeah. Like no no no, we seen you kind of, you know, we seen you coming up. We been fucking with it. You shined in this moment like it's like sports. It. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Now that is true. He made remember, it to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I remember that one time uh Godzilla. Mm-hmm. He came from Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. No one mm-hmm. knew who he was. Mm-hmm. And the finals, the dude had a crowd. Mm-hmm. But Godzilla literally was like killing shit every fucking round. It was just like his beats was just yeah. like his beats was just like, yo, undeniable. What the, I think I was there that the night fuck? too. Now yeah. his situation, like, it speaks to something I also believe in. It's like contrast more than likely will always win out mm-hmm. when all things are equal. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. nobody had ever seen this dude before. In St. Louis, more than likely, nobody had ever heard of him before except for, like, a couple of us. Beat nerds. Come, yeah. Like us. Yeah, music nerds. And, like, the beats was different, which sometimes goes against you because sometimes you got to be, you know, everybody got the vibe tonight. You vibing? You ain't vibing? Yeah. Nope. We ain't yeah, with, ain't with it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just how it be. But it was just one of those nights where, like, the beats were interesting, but him as a character on stage mm. was just, like, undeniable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, you you kind of give him a little bit more of an edge or a little bit more of liberty because you want to see what he do next. You want to see. Yeah. He got it. He got yeah. He got the energy up, too. That'd be the thing, too. That's Even a, though yeah. it's not, like, a performance-type deal, when you live on a stage... It's de- yeah, you de- it's body body language has a lot yeah. to do with it. You gotta look like, like you at least like your shit. Yeah. And that and sometimes you gotta help the crowd understand how to even move with it. Yeah. Mm. That's what click clack yeah. does. Hey, click clack yeah. got that on yeah, real. Yeah, quick. he get in his yeah. groove and like <laughs> shit, you still get that crowd involvement. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like you're the MC for like you really the MC. You are without saying anything. Just like that body language. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's why my when I was battling my beats with usually like loud or abrasive in some type of way because I wasn't really trying to dance for real. I, I, no. to... I remember the the Red Bull battle yeah. on the east side. Yeah. He was chill he you know went traffic then oh, winning. Pops. Oh was it at Pops? Pops, Pops, Pops. Okay it was, mm-hmm. yeah. The only place we can go. I remember because that was <laughs> that was like eleven, two thousand ten. Yeah it was yeah, twenty ten, twenty eleven. That was like the height of force. We had lead Trafighter definitely had the crowd. But it was just like he was chill, bro. He was just like doing hand movements. I remember one time he stepped on a can, and I was like, "Hey, don't step on a Red Bull can. It's kind of weird." And I was like, <laughs> "I like the the host said that." I'm just like, "I got it," but I'm just like, it's "He was great, but he was still bringing that energy." Like, yo, my my beats are hitting that hard. <laughs> and it was just like, 
it was crazy because I think you did government name, mm-hmm. uh, uh, government and maybe silly human beat, and we always went crazy. We like it was like a cult, literally like a cult. Cause everybody <laughs> do their hands up. You turn around, ball down to a fist. Everybody like. What the fuck is going on? It was just like the <laughs> so host, basically like performing the song right. while he's playing the beat. It was just like because we knew we knew government name right, yeah. and so we yeah, went crazy. Yeah, we went crazy. We're just like oh. Then I mean, you went to uh, Chicago, Chicago, and just like even though it was still like Cats drove up there and wouldn't see him, but it was just like a whole different energy. Still. Yeah, yeah. It's so that whole week weekend or whatever was just different for me because it was like yeah I beat battle because it's competitive but like like I wasn't on some like um, Kobe or some (laughs) motherfucking like LeBron like I wasn't like stepping up into that light knowing I should be there matter of fact y'all should be happy that I'm finally here shit Mm -hmm. I was like damn these motherfuckers for real okay (laughs) okay and then it's like also too, I'm I'm meeting people that like I actually fuck with their sound from other cities and shit. So you kind of start fanning out, and we always fanning out shit. Hmm. Like we was all like, we still fuck with each other to this day. Like a, a large contingent of us, and even and some of the guests that they brought, like we still they like to have certain names and numbers be able to text them or call them, and like they call you back, you're like oh shit. Well, I'm not gonna bother him because I ain't got nothing to talk about. But yeah, <laughs> like you pick and choose your spots and shit like that. But it's like I was in a whole different vibe. Like by the time it was time to like compete, I didn't know what my beats really sounded like. I didn't know what I was finna play. I was like, I was like, well, I guess I'll get up here and press this button. <laughs> it's like shit. Like it was, it was different. But like afterwards, of course, I kind of sat back. And and talk to some people and kind of really absorb what had happened. It was like, if I had like an ounce bit of confidence, an ounce bit more of confidence, and just played what I was supposed to play when I was supposed to play it, like shit would have played out a little bit different. But I'm glad it did what it did because I got to kind of, I fell back and I started like kind of getting away from the more aggressive sound and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like really started to play with sounds and really learn music, music theory, and kind of like have, like, a a journey and really learning more. Because, like, had I probably won, like, I don't know that I would study music more. I I probably would have felt like I was a shit. I ain't have to... I'm here now type shit or some shit. So it was... That was kind of cool. Like, as far as, like, was... Was... The... The moment where your roommates is when you started producing, or was it a time before that? Basically, what I'm asking is like, like uh, producing like songs, or just kind of like, just in general, just picking up the craft. Like, uh, what was like? Did you have? Because that takes us back all the way to like how you grew up. Like, okay. was there any influences around the house? Uh, my parents? grandmother, she played piano for as long as I've ever known that that lady was exist on earth. Um, she played by ear. She. Mm-hmm. she she didn't really, she wasn't like a, she didn't know music theory. She felt music theory. Mm, she played That's it successfully. Deep. You know, she she played it because she loved to play it, but, you know, people would ask her to come play and pay her. Mm-hmm. You know, she played for different churches, different events and stuff. And, you know, my, my aunts and uncles, I got 13 of them, so, or 12 of them. One of them is my mom. She's not my aunt. <laughs> but, yeah, my, grandma, my, my grandparents on my mama's side, they had 13. Um, 
And a lot of them would sing, you know, grandma played piano in church, choir, somebody going to sing. One mm-hmm. of these going to be right. a Michael Jackson. <laughs> like somebody somebody going to kill it. So, you know, kind of like just being around music. On my dad's side, my dad was in choirs and stuff. I ended up being in choir. It was like almost, I guess, a rite of passage, I guess. Like as, as a real young kid, I was in like district choirs or whatever. I wouldn't singing singing i was a i was a willing young person that like okay i can hold this note for this amount of time and make it happen for you <laughs> make it work and so music was always around um didn't start out as a hip hop head i was more like r&b um 90s of course um yeah your favorites um or things that stood out to anything you. that would play on the quiet storm magic 108 if anybody mm. could, if anybody could furnish a Magic One Hundred Eight T-shirt, I'll get that from you. Like, <laughs> like that was my school of music. Like, you know, working mom, single mom, mm-hmm. the way that you know the night shake down. We on our way home, like yeah. around it's late the wind eight thirty nine yeah. o'clock. So it's yeah. like I'm in the back, you and know, then you hear Smokey Robinson. They always play Quiet Storm. Like, it's like, yo. Like, and then as a kid, I don't even understand that. It but just, it feels yeah. good. It's a feel. It's like, yeah. yo. It's so no, safe. It felt so safe, yeah. so good, so chill. I'm laying in the back of the Chevy Nova, like, stretched out. <laughs> like, Getting the best. Yeah. Dude. Falling asleep, waking up, something else crazy on. It's like, I don't know. Just But still, even then at that time, like, I wasn't really, like, honed in on music like that. I didn't, right. I didn't feel like I needed to make it. I was an appreciator of it. Um, but yeah, not until I got to like, um, basically freshman year of college, uh, summer before that, maybe did I really start like tinkering with making beats and maybe not until 2002 or three did I start like taking it personal, like opinions on the stuff that I was making. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like when you really start to be conscious of like, what you're doing with these sounds and what people think about it, like that's when it gets deep with music. Mm. And so from there, I kind of kept building on out. Um, like I said, you ask me a question, I'll spit you out an answer. I just don't know the dates. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy how like you you talked about like how the quiet storm and you you immediately like I could literally just from listening to that. Understand, like, that's the first time I heard this old artist from, like, the mm-hmm. 70s. But I did, in the 90s, I didn't know who... That's exactly. the first time I heard Teddy Pendergrass. Yeah. That was the first time I heard... Uh, who I forgot. Mm. He's saying me and Mrs. Jones. Think Billy Paul. Mm-hmm. That's the first time I heard that. I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. I don't understand this song, but it sound cool. That's the yeah. other like, thing, too. It's the, like, until you start becoming older and being an adult, more aware of, like, like what life is as an adult, like, you don't really connect with those songs. You don't know why they were singing loud at that one annoying part when you were a kid. Mm-hmm. Right. Shit, you get older, that shit slapped. Slap. That's that Lenny Williams. Right. Yeah. Bills, fucking heartbreak, all that shit. Yeah. Like, that shit slap. Like, damn, this, like you, you finally realize, damn, this motherfucker really going through some shit. Like, you really understand that part of that song that you kind of, like, just kind of breezed over when you was young. You wasn't even tripping over. Now, like, was how how did you meet everybody in the force? Um, let's see, where was I? I think it just came to uh, it ended up 
integrity probably was that link or one of the beat battles that was going on at that time. I know um, DJ Who, Ben Stein, they're both doing fresh produce now. And so mm-hmm. I was battling with with a platform that they had, um, that they were building up, which would be fresh produce mm. um, at the time too. But like with beat battling and the producer culture, like, and it being St. Louis and we so far behind a lot of times on different trends and stuff, mm-hmm. like we was real kind of far behind then. Like you would have to gravitate towards the loop and what anybody in the force before was the force was doing so like that was the that was the group of people or the the little network you wanted to be in for that vibe. Mm-hmm. And in St. Louis, I don't know anyone any other ones that was really going like that at that time. But at the same time, I wasn't like like on a certain like oh yeah coming in my top three or like just some like boom bap straight out bars like hip hop hip hop. Vibe like again. I was I'm from R and B. Of course, that's crossover to to hip hop, like to I guess what they call now urban or whatever. Fuck mm-hmm. playing radio, um, and that was kind of like what led me to like what was real. Mm-hmm. So, I think the closest thing that got me in there was was beat battling, and then the beat battles, of course, being part of that culture. It was connected to some of the people like Marty, like Finsta, like Tech Supreme, like Tef, like Rocky, like NATO. Like it just kind of, you know, once I kind of stepped there, I was like, okay, cool. And then people were more welcoming than some other networks that are a little bit more competitive edged. Mm. So that was that was something. I mean, but I was a beat maker too in a hip hop hip hop pocket. So. A lot of rappers want beats, so right. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of like the heartbeat, kind of. Yeah, I mean, motherfuckers got shit to say, and sometimes it's just about finding the right platform. Well, not the right platform, but the you know the right vehicle to say it within, mm-hmm. which is the beat, more than likely. Um, it could be a fucking beat up Toyota, or it could be like a fucking Tesla, like. Mm. <laughs> It's 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 a it's a collaboration. It's whatever whatever story that that rapper comes and brings to it, and him and the producer maybe cultivate that together, flesh it out a little bit more together, and then cultivate a great song or or a nice EP that's cohesive. Like, you know, it's it's a little it's a little bit of everything. But yeah, shout out to Lewis Bird. <laughs> I hope they not racist. <laughs> I start to like go through that Instagram and shit like that. Uh, yeah. That's people that like Sliminate is delicious. Yeah. Like, was it difficult for you to be I don't I guess kind of like I don't want to call you like the watchtower. Like you're like the 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 power tower. Like, okay, if I want some heat and I'm in the force. I get a trifecta, and then you got tech, of course, in the, in the fold. Was it hard for you to produce for so many different personalities? Like, did you have, or did you, you were just kind of like going with the flow? Like, man, everybody here just making dope shit, and I'm just trying to just match that energy. Yeah, I I think it was more of that, like just trying to. F- My thing in anything in life is I'm trying to come in and like add value, or at least hold up my end of the bargain. Mm. So. 
these people that I didn't know into a certain amount of time had already been doing something and establishing something and it was building towards something that a lot of people outside of St. Louis was seeing and appreciating as something valuable, they started fucking with me or, or allowed me in. Mm. I didn't want to be the one to fuck up. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, um, don't fuck up. Nato say you want some beats? Okay, uh, come through, sit down, let's see. Gotta be Korean, come through, let's see. Rocky popped up, yeah, here. I play this shit, whatever it means to you. Let's see what we can make happen with this shit. Because also too, like I make a whole when I sit down, when I when I have a feeling that says sit down and make some shit, like I generally don't know how it's finna go. Mm. But I think maybe that's that's part of being a producer too, is like sometimes you don't know what you finna do with this half hour, hour, two hours. So like mine is just super ADD because like I could be feeling in a good mood, which you would think would translate into a trap beat or like a club sounding something, but I just get off on some other shit and just kind of drift away and it is what it is. But to be connected to some artists that have a multitude of stories, of types of stories with, with a certain amount of depth, like sometimes you need this type of beat that you can't explain that don't, you know, it, it's not that type of beat that I heard on the radio and it's not that other type of beat I heard on this mixtape. Uh, let's sit down and listen through some shit. And that's usually where I kind of, I guess in the, in the sense of being able to link up with artists and provide them something, that's where I, I ended up shining because like, I'm gonna have some stuff that I don't even remember making that. I don't know what I was on when I made that shit. And I might, there are some. There are some that I was like, mm, you you going through beats and you accidentally hit one that you wasn't expecting to play and you still don't like it and it's not finished. Mm -hmm. Like them be the ones sometimes that an artist will get on and just like breathe, like breathe a certain life into it and take it to another place. So I I, I really en enjoyed that moment and linking up with everybody like we did with the energy we had behind mm -hmm. it when I was also in that same competitive vibe it was like everybody was like on the same wavelength as far as like the energy mm. like it was like okay shit we don't know where we going but we finna go <laughs> we finna we go there. and then so we started to reel in people that kind of were good at kind of spotting things places we could go mm. like where we could take this how we can take it you know what we could add to it sometimes motherfuckers be like why we doing that it's like come home like <laughs> they putting time in like let mm. them help out too and take this shit to another level so mm. it was yeah definitely uh, that time was was a very interesting and fun time that I was grateful for like mm. just learning together with a bunch of people did you have any like uh, like now like any producer like influences that not you not necessarily like study but you were like huh like I learned something from this person oh uh, uh I think the first, the Neptunes, because I won't say for real, the Neptunes were the first producers or production group to really influence me. Like, that was my base. Matter of fact, for a certain amount of time, somewhere on a hard drive that won't work, probably <laughs> a whole bunch of motherfucking beats sound like it's trying to sound like the Neptunes. <laughs> like some shit like, oh, I think I do want to rap. Oh, nah, that sound like some old knockoff Neptune shit. Like, <laughs> That's that was my shit, um, and then I kind of 
start going back towards R&B and paying attention more since I was a little bit more aware of music and kind of where I felt like going on a, I guess, musical voyage with the shit. So I, I doubled back and, you know, got into my Isleys, got into my Gil Scotts, got into shit, uh, you mm-hmm. name it. Just about everybody. Everybody old and great. Uh, <laughs> and just kind of like really absorbing that shit and that's where you get certain samples mm-hmm. that um, that some people know me for using in an interesting way, I guess. Because I won't even say it's like the best version of it that's out there amongst everybody that ever flipped it. Mm, but <laughs> it's just it's some other shit. It's like all right, cool. it's the way it's the certain way you flipped it. Because like it's funny that you say you kind of more lean to R and B. Because like like my favorite favorite ones from you. Are like R and B samples. It's just uh the Janet one. I like. I still have that joint. It's just like I love it. Even though it's like, of course, Cooley High. Mm-hmm. That's like one of my favorite songs ever. But it's just the way so you flip that. So funny how time flies. Right. Yeah. He really he really flipped that into it. It doesn't sound like it sound nothing like Cooley High ever. Mm-hmm. But it had its own feeling to it. And you did another one, a Tevin Campbell song like mm-hmm. Break It Down. Did that one. Another one I can't. I don't know the sample, but it had like uh. I can't, I can't think of her real name, but Claire Huskable. Mm-hmm. And her sister. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That one, like, yeah, I put out a little project, and, and that was like one of the pictures I used, her with Debbie Allen. Yeah. Felicia mm. Rashad. It was, yeah. It, and and that's another thing that I really appreciated with music, too, once I started like kind of making beats and kind of producing more. is like, like certain time periods in my life, I was making certain type of shit. Like I can actually draw back, like when I see that song or that set of songs... I know what was going on. Like, I'm I'm bad with dates and shit. <laughs> but give me that set of beats right there, that beat right there, and I can probably kind of go back to the headspace I was in at that time and what was going on to kind of lead me, I guess, in that general direction. Mm-hmm. Now, like, the final thing I kind of want to touch on is, like, you're clearly from an era that's different now in St. Louis, mm-hmm. but you're still here and still relevant. Mm-hmm. What what are some of the things or I guess like noticeable differences, good or bad, that you've noticed like from when you started in the scene in St. Louis to now? Regarding the St. Louis scene? Yeah. Um, I can't quite put my finger on it um, because I, I have to be well, I, I put it on myself to be kind of careful about how I look at it because really, again, this is about me being more aware now than I was then. Mm-hmm. So it might have been more cool shit happening then. Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of maybe the equivalent to now before, you know, that one time we could go outside and shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, like, of course, I'm going to feel emotionally like my time might have been better or we were a little bit closer as a city or some type of shit like that. But really, like, even today, as I look to certain people who have certain platforms and who are doing certain levels of art, I feel like to a certain degree, as far as the quality of art um, and the ratio that is coming out and and the the opportunities it has as far as, like, just being able to open your hand computer and call somebody and tell them that you just sent them the new hottest shit ever that you ever made. Mm. 
like on that same hand computer, like it's different. Mm. Like the sh- the shit is to me is lit right now. Like and then also too, we had to deal with regionalism. Like a lot of the reason, not that it's fact. I'm just talking shit here, but a mm. lot of the reason why some people from some areas don't do or blow like you think they are is because they just not from a region that by and large a lot of people care about mm. or get you know certain platforms to showcase what they have to be or or resources and interest behind them to drive them further so now is different because now there's really no regionalism it's like you can sound like you're from the bay and make a hit from Kentucky mm. or you could be a trap rapper from Memphis and make some country shit sound like you from Nashville or like you can be from Boston and you know sound like you from Houston like it don't matter mm-hmm. like at this point I don't want to get too dark but like at this point like everybody's consuming a lot of content right now yeah way more because it's more accessible um so yeah kind of got to keep feeding that beast. It's like, like, it's so easy to do shit now. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, even, even in our time, like late 90, like 09, early 2010s, you still had to like, we, it was easy to do stuff, but still you had to like a certain type of equipment. Mm -hmm. So now to a point, you can make beats off your phone. Mm -hmm. I, I think because of that, my stance has always been like, if whatever you're doing right now, you really passionate about like just make sure you doing it because you would do it regardless if there was an opportunity attached or not because like do it for free yeah because mm-hmm. a lot of things have to break your way that you can't quite control from a certain mm. from a certain space on the earth or from a certain position you know financially or entertainment wise within an industry like but it seems like through history, the people who really just go in on shit and you can tell when you hear it that that shit is like from a real place mm. and they not trying hard to just get to a real place, like that shit has way more legs. So, mm. just like... So you think there's like a bit of luck and success in the entertainment business? A little, a little bit. A little bit? Like a little bit. Like you definitely I have agree. to try I hard. definitely agree. You definitely have to try yeah, hard. You gotta put the effort in. Yeah. Definitely got to do that. But then also, too, just like getting to the NBA and, you know, you becoming perform. president. Like, yeah. it's a, it's it's an industry. There is a certain type of structure. You can do anything. You can get there. It's just like, you know, if that's what you want, then really want it. Like, really plan that yeah. shit out, plot that shit out. We got fucking hand computers, Google and shit. Right. Like, <laughs> don't be waiting on a motherfucker to come around and say, hey, I know how to do this stuff that you just so happen to want to do but don't want to do. Like, and, and, and you, then, yeah, you gotta, you gotta do it because it's a lot of motherfuckers that's, that's making their destiny right now these days. Mm. Making it. Yeah, you gotta create it. If you ain't gonna create it, then have fun doing what you're doing. It's cool. You can, you can do that. You can vibe out She'll make your shit never put it out or never study other stuff that goes into helping you become successful as you dream to be. But these other motherfuckers, it's making shit happen. Mm. Ain't nobody really in the way. True. And I don't know. 
I want to leave it right there. Mm. That's some real <laughs> shit. Perfect, yeah. That's some <laughs> perfect gym. shit they hit yeah. off of. <laughs> Trifecta, we're going to play some shit. We're going to have some fun. Yeah. Tree title time. We're going to have some lemonade, too. Louisville. Louis oh, Bird. Louis Bird. We hope you're not a racist. We gonna arrest, do some research. Arrest the motherfucking cops. There we go. Please. Who killed? Rihanna Taylor. Taylor. Please. please. God damn me. Motherfuckers. Louis Bird. Please endorse this. It's been how long? Bitch you. <laughs>